been wanting to say something, and he just interrupts you and says, Elsa, I know what you are. What? And I know what Dallas is. And drinks everything down, every last drop. And he stops, and he closes his eyes, and it's like he's listening to something, or, or maybe tasting something. And then his eyes open, and he looks at you, and he nods. Says, oh, I kind of had a feeling you'd be Clan Bruja. Hello, everybody. It is Tessa, your RPG mom. I'm just going to do a quick, quick intro for this week's In Vain. Um, we are headed down to WonderCon in a, um, well, it's Wednesday, so we're actually heading down there right now. Uh, I am packed up in the car and am heading southward down to LA. Uh, unfortunately, Chad and Kiwi cannot join me. However, um, there is another member of InVain who you will all be introduced to soon. I will leave it at that, but they will also be at WonderCon. Um, so if you are at WonderCon, please come hang out with us. Nerdsmith, the network that we are a part of, is having a huge get-together on Saturday night at 8 p.m. in the Carmel Room in the Host Hotel, which is the Hilton Anaheim. So March 30th at 8 p.m., Please come and join us. Uh, there's going to be prizes to be had, trivia games, geekery, and the first 50 guests who arrive who are 21 and older will get a free ticket for the bar, um, get a free drink ticket. Our sponsors for this event are World Anvil, Light Up the Forge, and if you're looking for somewhere to write notes about your campaign, start a novel, I cannot recommend them highly enough. Actually, I think... Chad has some of our notes hid, hidden in World Anvil currently, so you should go check it out, see if you can't find us. And also sponsored to, by Die Hard Dice, which we cannot say a good enough good things about Die Hard Dice. We will be giving away several sets at the meetup, so we highly recommend that you come if you're in the area. If you're not in the area and you want some beautiful, beautiful dice of your own, feel free to go to dieharddice.com and use the coupon code FANGANG at checkout for 15% off your first order. Lastly, really quickly before we jump right into the action, the Nerdsmith subdrive is coming up starting on April 16th. There will be bonus content and goodies for subscribers, really fun stuff in the works for everybody. We love making in vain. We really enjoy creating and storytelling and playing these characters, but we could not continue doing the, what we do without your support. And the Nerdsmith Subdrive is the way to give back to us and to the network and help us continue to create wonderful content. It helps Chad create chaotic goodness. It helps V create introverts guild. It helps me create a bunch of different shows. And so we really appreciate any patronage you can uh, give. If you can't donate, that's totally fine. Tell a friend there will be all sorts of good stuff. So stay tuned, listen for more as we get a little bit closer to April 16th. All right. So let's jump right into the action, shall we? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Vain Valpurgisnacht. I am Tessa. I can be found on Twitter at Selkie Dreams. And if I were an animal, I would be a mouse. Hi, I'm Chad. I'm the storyteller of this game, and you can find me on Twitter at Chadlicious. And if I was an animal, 
I would probably be a wolf who had no pack and was probably stuck in a trap somewhere. Hi guys, I'm Shiny Kiwi, and you guys can find me on Introverts Guild, which recently became an affiliate on Twitch. Um, if I was an animal, I would be a dragon. I want to be a dragon so badly. So both of you would eat me is what I'm getting. In a heartbeat. No, no, not at all. I mean, you're too small for a dragon's diet, so. All right. Are we ready to play? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're ready. So, okay. So to recap, last uh, last session, we who remembers what we did? Uh, we went and we killed a white and got some knowledge and talked, got some knowledge uh, and uh, Leon helped us out a little bit with some supplies. And then we killed the creepy, not child, not vampire. Werner taught you the, the uh, fuck, what are they called? <laughs> Shit. Traditions. Tessa, edit, edit it out so it sounds like we know what we're talking about. Eh. <laughs> That's I not realistic. I might not. <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. That's not realistic at all. And then Elsa, uh, actually both of you, uh, took a little bit of damage, uh, more willpower than anything else. And so needed to feed, so she went to a nearby punk bar and met somebody interesting. Yeah, I met Lena's sister, Joanna, or Jolena. You met Lena's twin sister. Twin sister, and I got it wrong, and she got really mad at me. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go now. Um, <laughs> Jolene, 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 Jolene. <laughs> Please don't take away my man. Um, Yeah. Oh my god, this camera's so much fun. I love it. Yes, we are recording. Uh, we can see each other now, since all of us now have web cameras, and now the players can see me facepalm repeatedly. It's fun. It, it really is. Yeah, we love uh, torturing Chad. Speaking of getting tortured in this game, so let's start. Yeah. Can I come in? Mm, yes. What's up? Can I open the door and be like, hello? <laughs> um, the funny thing after I went to your disgusting place, um, the bar. Um, you mean my awesome place, but yes, go on. Ugh. I um, ran into... Someone I thought was Lena. And she... I don't think Lena goes to that bar. Exactly. Lena doesn't seem like the type to go to that kind of bar. Hear me out. I mean, props to Lena, but... Hear me out. I... She... Her head was shaved, and she had the, the long blonde hair, and she got really mad at me, and then... Her name was Jolina. Jolina and Jolina. What the? But she prefers to go by Joe. 
Yeah, she prefers to be called Jo. And when I said Lena, she's like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, well, I'm going to leave now. So it was really weird because they were like, they the Elysium had us wrapped around her pinky finger. And that was weird. I don't like that. What do you think? So, Lena has a sister or something? Apparently so. And she doesn't like Elysium. Wait. Okay, so Lena has a sister. And you mentioned Elysium. So Lena's sister is also kindred? Or is Lisa Lena's sister a human? I think they're both vampires. That's a fucked up family dynamic. I don't know much about it, but uh, they were talking lowly about the Elysium and how we were doing the dirty work. Do you think there's something we're unaware about? Mm. One twin sister disliking the other, and <laughs> you know, maybe. Okay, well, okay, well, if they talked bad about Elysium, I thought everybody who was a vampire was in, in and in the city was at Elysium, except for like our sires and shit, right? So maybe they know where we came from? Maybe? It's. You think your sire is the kind of person that would agree at that club? Um, I didn't see him, so I have no idea. But I know, but do you think he would be there? No idea. Uh, maybe. I mean, if somebody left us for, you know, dead and gone, maybe. I think my sire is probably hmm. the kind of guy that hangs out in the middle of the woods. Probably. I remember my sire looking a little grungy or punkish and talking about talking about communism and bringing down society and shit like that. Definitely sounds like the kind of guy who hangs out at Heidi's. Probably. Anyway, and then she's going to sit by Dallas and just. So what happened to you after Elysium? Took down some wanted posters with my face on it and got rid of the evidence. This is going to follow us for a while. I hope you know this. That's why I was trying to get the evidence away as fast as I could. I hope anything doesn't come back to the club. Me too. Vago knocked and she gets up and walks out. And hey, maybe we should uh, go back to Heidi's tomorrow or something and see if we can't find Joe and uh, her friend and hear what that's all about. Yeah, make it a night trip. Talk to her, bring her flowers. That's what she's into. Good enough. 
Good night. She closes her door. And you go to bed for the day. Uh, so we're, you wake up the next night. I need a rouse check from both of you. That is a seven. How many dice is that? Just one. One D10. At the bottom of your character sheet on roll 20, there is a little button you can click to, and it will roll it for you in the chat. If you would like to do that. And Elsa's hunger increases by one. Thank you, roll 20. You suck, roll 20. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So both of you wake up. Elsa, the, the beast, is is active. It's making itself known tonight. Uh, it's not too bad, but it's something that you don't want to ignore for too long. And also, uh, both of you, since you have some damage, uh, if you want to heal uh, the superficial wounds that you received, if you, you could give me a rouse check for each wound that you would like to heal. We'll start with that. All right. Um, I have one wound, and I rolled another seven. All right. Yeah, that wound heals itself without you getting any hungrier. Elsa, if you would like to heal, you can. If you do not, because you're afraid of raising your hunger, you do not have to. I got a four. All right. Your hunger increases to three, but you Fuck heal a wound. everything. <laughs> God. I heal? I heal? You heal one wound. You have two left. Uh, if you would like to, you can do give me a rouse check for each one now, or some other point in time, you can give me a rouse check to heal. This is, this is, no. I don't believe this. Or you, you could heal know, next time you, you could heal next time you get blood. Because the beast is now, it's, it's waking up. It's saying, you need to eat now. Okay, well, fuck that. So I have four hunger? Okay, well, Elsa's gonna get out of her bed, out of her coffin or whatever. And she's going to just get dressed and put on her pretty makeup and then call out to Dallas. I'm going out. And then she, <laughs> she goes down the stairs. Okay, bye. I'll be back later. Okay. Uh, Elsa, what are you planning on doing? Let's start there. Feeding. I, I just got four hunger for a rouse check. Like... You're, you're at three hunger. Uh, so how do you plan? What do you plan on doing? I know your preferred method is scene queen. Are you going to a local club to feed or are you doing something out of the norm for Elsa? I'm going to go to one of my favorite clubs and try and find a guy there. Okay. So you go to another, uh, like, a, I guess a goth adjacent club and in a, I think in a previous episode, I had mentioned that there were no other golf clubs in Heidelberg. That was an error because we, Elsa has gone to a golf club in the past. So that's my mistake. I'm sorry. So Elsa, you go to a nearby golf club. And if you are going to feed as a scene queen, let me look up what you need to roll. Yeah, there used to be a really big queer club scene back in Berlin before the war that I, that I figured out. And then that got destroyed. We are not in Berlin. Right. So, uh, Elsa, if you are hunting, so give me, you're, you're trying to attract somebody to you who kind of knows you in the, the club scene. So I want you to give me a charisma and persuasion role 
to see. You can also, if you'd like, use your presence to increase your dice pool to improve your chances of finding a suitable vessel. Uh, two, five, six, nine. All right, so you got two successes. That's pretty good. So you find somebody at the club. Just, I don't know, what kind of vessel are you trying to attract? Just, you know, aesthetics. Um, he's got spiky long hair and, um, wearing a trench coat. And he's just got, like, belts going around his waist and everything. And he's got, like, mega steel-toed boots and shit. And, yeah, he's got, like, the spikes that are going out that way. And then for some reason, he's got, like, pencil eyeliner on his face. That's about it. Okay, so you you find somebody suitable for your purposes and you convince him to go somewhere in a dark corner in the club with you and you feed. You're at three hunger. How much hunger are you slaking? What does one hunger do if I take it down to one? Then that's just the one die that you're replacing your dice pool for hunger. Less chance of a bestial failure or a messy critical. But what does he look like? You just described him. Oh, I mean, no. But what is he? What would he look like if I only, if I got down to one hunger? Like, would he need medical if attention? You, oh no, 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 no. If you drain, you would have to drain two from him, or slake two hunger from him, which he would be very weak and tired. But he would he would make it. He would just be a little sickly for a week. I'm gonna take two hunger out. Okay. So you drain him. He, the kiss takes him, and he he shudders in ecstasy. And you drink from him, and let's roll and see what his resonance is. So uh, roll two d ten. Nine and ten. Wow. Okay. So what you did? So this guy, his his resonance was sanguine, but it is hyper intense. Like you're just flooded with waves of, of pleasant, pleasurable emotions. Uh, you're actually drinking in some of his his thoughts and feelings, and they're very, very, very heady. And you actually get a get a uh, a bonus for drinking from him. Goody! What's the bonus? You you get very. Very aroused, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That makes me nervous. This is why I've been from raccoons, so this shit doesn't happen. <laughs> You're drinking from this person. You, you actually tap what's known in the vulgar parlance as a, as a clot, a particularly a mortal that has a particularly intense resonance. And by drinking from him, you get the benefit that you get to add one die to all the rolls that you make until you fail a roll. However, after you fail, you subtract two dice from all your rolls. You feel a very, almost a manic high from drinking from him. I don't know what to do with this newfound power. Uh, He might be worth keeping tabs on, knowing where he is, because this is a very fun mortal. Do I, add, do I get his name? 
you ask his name and he tells you, well, before he, he slips into unconsciousness, you're like, oh, by the way, what's your name? And his name is... Edgar. I was just thinking that, actually. Edgar. <laughs> sure, we have a, a gothic German named Edgar whose blood is so powerful it makes vampires horny. And he's fine. Um, yeah, that was exhilarating. Uh, oh, yes, it was. Seriously, I could just, like, fail one roll at any given time. Oh, well. But until then, you have a plus one to everything. Mm-hmm. So, since you have slaked some hunger, would you like to try healing again? Yes. Okay, give me a rouse check. Ooh, that's a nine! Oh, you heal one, and your hunger does not increase, and I think you have one more superficial wound left. Is that right? Yeah, but I'll let it go. Alright. Does it heal over time? No. So, the, the, the bruising and the bone breakages that happened when you fought the white, they start to knit themselves together. A lot of it was internal, so it's not like it mars your your beautiful, stunning features, but you, the pain lessens, and you feel like you can kind of carry on through another night. Where's the last uh, damage wound area? They can't see it because it's under your clothes. Alright, so you feel really damn good. What do you do? I will remind you that somebody that you knew asked that if you survived last night to give them a call. Uh, yeah, uh, she's gonna waltz her way back to the lounge and give Leon a call. Right. So as you are walking back to the club, uh, Dallas, you are staying there until Elsa comes back or, or are you doing something different? She's got the tunes on, she's got them cranked, and she is reworking on refinishing that bar. She's got her, you know, rag in the back pocket, and she's pretty much almost done with all of the refurbishment, so now she's just uh, do, giving it a nice coat of stain and uh, polish. So you're staining the bar while blasting Rollins' band, and you hear a knock at the door. She'll turn it down and go answer. Hello? You open the door, or you're just yelling through the door. She's she's not that smart. She'd probably just open the door. Okay, you open the door, and on the other side of the door, you see Henry. So well, you see Henry and Lena, and Henry sees you with a has a big smile on his face and says, "Hey, Dallas, can we come in?" Yeah, come on in. They come walking in, and Lena uh, looks at you, looks around here, and says, "So you, I." guess you survived last night. Good job. Congratulations. Thanks. It was a time and not fun at all. And, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Lena puts on a look of concern on her face and says, yeah, I mean, it's doing the prince's dirty work can be kind of taxing. And then Henry, uh, he pipes up and says, so I guess let me be the first kindred to officially say welcome to the Camarilla. Thanks. Thank you. That's really nice. We just came by uh, Elsa. Is Elsa here right now? Uh, she stepped up, but she should be back pretty quick. Excellent. So uh, Elsa had asked us, asked me to provide some help to get this. He looks around the, the, this, this club 
ready for opening. So I brought over a contractor friend of mine just to take a look and maybe give give us an estimate. Is that okay? Oh, that'd be great. So he uh, he snaps his fingers and this this guy comes in, um, obviously mortal. He runs. He goes over to Henry, and Henry tells him, you know, just to. to give a quick assessment of the downstairs. He looks over at you. Henry looks over at you, Dallas, and says, uh, upstairs, is upstairs okay, or does it still need some work as well? Upstairs is really just going to be living quarters. Um, okay, so so we can, we can, we can do yeah, that we can, another time. Okay. Yeah. Can Elsa just come into the bar, or the lounge, and just announce herself willy-nilly, Chad? Absolutely. <laughs> she... She opens the door. She just came back. She opens the door. She's like, hello. <laughs> and she's giggling and laughing. <laughs> Hi. I can imagine Elsa leaning against the door frame and kicking a leg up. I'm back. Oh, hello, Henry. <laughs> Henry smiles and he walks over to you and, and takes your hand and gives it a kiss. Oh my, hi. Oh, I see you're here for the installation. I actually, I have, he motions over to uh, the contractor and says, I have uh, the contractor here going to give us an estimate and then we can see kind of what we are working with and how fast we can get this done for you. And uh, you are looking very, very fine tonight. (laughs) Did you enjoy yourself? Oh, I did. I had the most excellent time uh, having a snack. Um, Dallas, and then she she walks over to Dallas and leans on her. This is this is drunk Elsa. Hi, and she's like, "I'm so glad you're here. Isn't this just so nice that we have these nice people coming in and installing our lounge?" <laughs> It's very nice to have some help. Are you? feeling okay oh i'm feeling great i met this man named edgar and his blood is divine i can't help myself right now (laughs) i'm so giggly (laughs) Hmm. well your your little city poof thing for sitting is why don't we sit you down She's looking at Lena like, what do I do with her? I have to call someone. <laughs> Lena gives you a sympathetic smile. Uh, Lena says, oh, you have to call somebody, Elsa? Yeah, I was supposed to call a friend, but um, y- you guys are here, so I think I'll uh, just wait on it. No, no, if you have to make a phone call, that's fine. I, mean, I think the Henry's man will be here for a little bit. She's gonna get up. <laughs> like, just immediately get up. She's like, all right, if you insist. And she goes to the phone and starts calling Leon. So the contractor's doing his thing. Henry's looking around, giving everything an appraising look. Lena is also looking around, just not, not in an appraising way, just because she's bored. And she, she looks at the bar and, and kind of gives it kind of like a, you know, like a uh, kind of look. And Elsa, you dial the number that Leon gave you, and it rings a couple a couple of times, and a phone picks up and says, yes, how may I direct your call? It doesn't sound like Leon. Oh, um, I was wondering if Leon was there. 
Oh yes, I will. I will get him. Is this Elsa? Uh, this is Elsa Kuga. He was expecting me. Yes, he was. He was expecting your call. I will go get him uh, forthwith. And the phone goes dead for a second, and then Leon picks up. Says, "Elsa, you survived." Leon, of course I did. Did you think anything different? Well, um, it well, I I saw how you handled the machete. <laughs> that was all Dallas's book. <laughs> for some reason, Dallas just starts cackling in the background for no reason. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, without her help, of course, I wouldn't. We wouldn't have been able to kill that fight, but um, yeah, my I was injured pretty badly, but it's all right now. Do you need me to to come over? I think the the prince would be interested in hearing what happened. Only if you want to come over. I can be over in a little bit. Oh, that would be wonderful. Henry and Sophia are here. Lena. And Lena. Oh, Henry and Lena, yeah. Helping us out. I'm sorry, who? Lena and Henry? Why are they there? They're helping us install our lounge, all the electricity and stuff like that. Don't go anywhere, I'll be right there. And he hangs up. Oh, uh, shit! Uh... I turn around at Dallas and hoping she's facing me and be like, come here. This turned to Lena and is trying to desperately entertain her to be like, do you want the three penny tour? It's, I know it's not much and you know. Oh no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just wondering what is, what that music is. Oh, uh, sorry. I can turn it off. Please do. And then you see Elsa is, like, frantically gesturing for you. Why? What's wrong? Like, I pull her in really close, and I'm like, Leon's coming over because he knows Lena and Henry are here. Why is that a bad thing? They're all part of the Camarilla with us. What's... I don't know. I'm really nervous now. He's coming over for no... I don't know. But he said that he was coming over after I talked about killing the fights. But... Was more of an urgency now that they're over here. Your guess is as good as mine. I am so fucking drunk right now. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know how that's possible. You're not sure if you're manic, drunk, or horny. It's weird. Uh, could be everything. <laughs> yes, it could. And while you're talking, uh, Henry interrupts you. And says, so our our man, my man here, says that uh, this is something that's doable. We could probably, him and his crew can knock it out in about, maybe about three weeks. Uh, he told me the estimate. I would be willing to, to cover the, any and all cost, of course. Uh, is this something that you would like to go forward with? That's very kind of you. Um, it... I've done a lot of, um, you know, I've got a bit of savings and everything. Would you mind if I took a look at the estimate? I don't want to put you out, of course. Oh, of course. And so he uh, has the contractor, I mean, gave him, a, a you know, the, the sheet 
with all the information and the estimate number on it and hands it to you. And it is, it's not outrageously expensive, but beyond your means. I look at the numbers too. Yeah, they're pretty horrifying. Yeah. Well, Henry sees your expressions and he says, I, I would be willing to cover the cost of this estimate in return for something if you are willing. Now, it's not going to be too much. I would just like for me and my coterie to be able to feed here in your domain, if that is okay with you. I just put an arm on Dallas's back and kind of just... That's like trying to signal her to talk about that. I mean, I personally, that doesn't bother me at all. Um, We would like to talk about it. Of course. If that's all right with you. Yes, take all the time that you need. Just, uh, you know, you, you have my card if you need it. Thank you, Henry. This is very. This is a very generous offer, and uh, well, I will be in touch. I certainly appreciate it. That it's something that I would like to discuss with uh, my roommates here. I'm sure you understand. That's totally understandable. I remember what it was like to be alone in Heidelberg with no friends. So I just thought I would offer, and if you would, I mean, obviously this estimate is not, you know, it's it's not going to last forever. So I would appreciate, yes, thank you. I would appreciate knowing sooner rather than later. We will be in touch uh, tomorrow at the very latest. Tomorrow night, then. Thank you. Yes. And he dismisses the the contractor. Says you may leave now. The contractor says yes, master. And then he runs out. And I just kind of stare at the contract worker for a little while. Watch him leave. Mm-hmm. And as he leaves, the as he opens the door to, to get out, like Leon comes walking on in. And he closes the door behind him. And he sees, he looks at you, Elsa, and Alice, and sees Lena and Henry. And as the door closes and the mortal's gone, Sophia materializes behind the bar, just kind of like leaning over one of the bar chairs that you guys had found uh, she's wearing like a like a really low cut like bustier and like some some tight pants she's dressed really sexy for somebody very scaly and she's just kind of like she's leaning over and reading a, a dog-eared copy of Interview with the Vampire Sophia you look so nice tonight thank you Elsa where did you come from I've been here is that one of the perks of being a Nosferatu? You know it. Hi, Leon. And Sophia gives a big toothy smile to Leon. And Leon looks over at you, Elsa, and says, Can we talk for a minute, Elsa? What's about? He comes on over to you and says, Did you make any deals with these three? <sighs> and then she... um doesn't say anything, grabs Leon by the arm and takes him upstairs. Sure, if he can talk. Where are we going? (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking him upstairs. Why why are we... um, Okay, we need to talk upstairs. Sure, yes. This is my lounge. Well, you start doing that, and Lena, there, she's dressed a a lot more conservatively than Sophia, 
but still fashionable. And so she calls out and says, Leon, why are you, why are you taking our host away? We were just talking about helping them build the club. And Leon says, I know what kind of help you three give people. I will be, I will be right back with him. Don't worry. Uh, I'll be right back. Um, and yeah. And she opens her, the, the main bedroom door. As you're walking upstairs, Lena calls out behind the two of you says, don't let him fill your pretty little head with lies. Oh boy, Lena. <laughs> oh boy. Oof. <laughs> um, of course not. And then she shuts the door. Dallas just looks apologetic. I'm so sorry. I don't have any idea what's going on with her. Lena, she shrugs a little bit and says, I'm not entirely certain anybody knows. Interesting. Sounds like she has a special relationship with the Tremere. Um, so she turns around and she's like, what is this about? Don't let them get their hooks in you. Why? Okay. First of all, when one of our kind just offers to do something out of the kindness of their heart, you should be very suspicious. Well, I did say before you arrived that we would think about it. And uh, What did they offer you? They offer to put electricity in our lounge, which we need very badly if we are to be a lounge. And she's she's kind of like leaning a little bit closer to Leon. She's like, <laughs> just slowly, ever so slowly, like being closer to him. Like, are you touching him or just being no, like, leaning I'm just, on him? I'm not leaning on him, but I'm just being close to him and looking at him in a different way. Okay. Okay. So he's he's just he's kind of too deep in thought to kind of notice right now. And so he's like, okay, so they, they offered you something, you said you would think about it. That's good. Just don't make any deals. They I would I would be very concerned about you know who ends up really owning this place. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. I was a little suspicious when they wanted to feed here. And I don't feel very comfortable about having that proposition. Well, it is your domain. You can allow any kindred to feed in your domain. You ha- you are the gatekeeper. It's something that you know isn't unheard of among our kind. But I wonder where we would get electricity. That's my concern. Well, I mean, they should call a contractor. Would it be possible to get money from someone I knew who was mortal? Why are you asking me? Do you have a mortal that's going to give you money? Last time Gregory was here, you nearly killed him. So is it not a safe place for a mortal to be here? Just to help out, open the club? It's not safe for a mortal to be around us. I don't know how this lounge is going to open if Gregory is not here to help us with finances. Elsa, I'm not telling you what you need to do. I am just telling you to be careful. Okay? Um, Just be careful with these guys, with Gregory, whatever his name is. It never ends well for us if we stay too close to mortals. Trust me on this. I understand. But... 
We have until tomorrow night to think of something. I don't know. And I still have to think about it. By the way, what are you doing later? I have to pull a shift at the university. Why? At the university? Yeah. It's don't don't worry about it. It's just, you know, chores, I guess. I and then she grabs him by the arm. I need you to do me a favor. Yes. What? I. It's this personal. So I need you to check on a friend of mine, Christina, and see if she is okay. You want me to check on a friend of yours? I. Yes. And this is. This is just unnecessary, but or maybe not important to you. But recently she was attacked by her ex-boyfriend, hopefully ex-boyfriend now. But she had bruises running along her skin and it infuriated me. And now she just has a new look on her face. And I want to make sure that that man is nowhere near my best friend. All right. Give give me an address where she's at. I'll I'll see if I can swing by sometime tonight. But if if something's going on, I will not intervene. You don't have to. But if there is, you should let me know. But she's gonna write down the uh, the address of Christina's house. Well, she was staying with Gregory. She was staying. With, I'm gonna give Gregory's address. And um, before I give it to Leon, I was like. Do not give this address to anyone else. I will hurt you. Okay. He takes the address gently and puts it in his vest pocket. Says, all right, I'll just do a quick check. And then I got a job to do. I understand. And I appreciate you checking on her for me. Maybe I'll get someone else to do it one day. But you're the only person I know that isn't in alignment with anyone other than the prince. All right. Well, let me, uh, I guess I'm going to go. You do that, and maybe we'll catch up next time. Maybe. Are you okay? I'm wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. I just had a nice night recovering. Okay. I guess I will see you around then. <laughs> I'm giving him the doe eyes. He's very confused, and then he just turns around and walks downstairs. Ah, the oblivious romantic. <laughs> and um, she'll leave the room, too. Okay. So, as Leon steps downstairs, what what has Dallas been doing uh, with the, this other coterie that she apparently feels the need to entertain? That very strange American upbringing of uh, what... what Normally, when my dad brought people home or people came into the house, I, I, you, we were there to entertain them. So she's just um, she, on. She's probably latched onto uh, Sophie and the interview with the vampire, and is cracking jokes about the story if she's interested or just trying to be polite. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So, so you and Sophia have this good conversation about you know interview with the vampire, and Sophia's like, "Oh man, so like the pretty one." Just whines constantly and is an insufferable a-hole. And she, she shoots a quick glance over at Lena without her noticing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's like at all. 
Oh, I bet. Oh, I, I bet you don't. Nope, not a clue. Not a damn no. clue. No. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, so they're just they're just shooting the shit. Right. Okay. And it's like she's she's reading through this. It's like Dallas likes Sophia. Like that's she likes Sophie. Right. She's like, yeah. I just I this book. I don't know. I just I hope they never make a movie out of this. How would you even do that? And who would you cast? I mean, I have on. no idea. This garbage. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. You know, one can hope. And then Leon comes walking down, and Sophia is, I imagine, like, Sophia's positioned more where she's facing the stairs and, and Dallas's back is to it. So you see Sophia's eyes go up to the stairs, and she's like, oh, here we go. Good eight, three, two, one, huh? Yeah, and so Leon starts, he's, he's with purpose, walking out of the door, not even saying anything. And Lena looks over at uh, Leon as he's walking out and sees Elsa coming back down. It's like, did you two have a nice conversation? And Leon just kind of shoots her a glance and says, almost like shakes his head, like it's not even worth it. Can I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, just like a nice time I had, <laughs> nice conversation I had with your sister. Lena and Leon both stop, and Henry stops, and Sophia drops the book, and they all look at you. Dallas, like, freezes, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So much, so much is wrong with you right now. Lena looks over at you, Elsa, and she, she blinks a little bit and says, I... Whatever do you mean? I, I don't have a sister. Maybe I was just imagining things then. I'm sure you were. I don't know. She had a shaved head and long blonde hair like you. Sophie, how do I disappear? Sophie says, it's a long, it's a long convoluted thing, but you got to drink some of my blood. I wouldn't do it. Maybe not right now. No, I'm just kind of staring Lena down uh, from the top of the stairs. Just looking down at her and seeing what her reaction is. What are you trying to get her to do? Like, is this like an intimidation type thing? Are you like asserting dominance? What are you doing? I'm searching for secrets. Is this the polar opposite of trying to get information? <laughs> like, now, are, are you trying to pull information out of her or are you trying to get information out of the way she's reacting? Trying to, I guess, a little bit of both. Since you're staring her down, I want you to give me a composure and insight roll. Don't forget your hunger. Nine nine five two two. Got two successes. Okay. So, she, based on her reaction, she's she's giving you that look. That's like, don't fucking talk about this. It's that that predator, like the the flashing the teeth, and it's like if you keep talking about, if you keep bringing up this subject, I'm gonna rip your teeth out. I'm going to rip your throat out with my teeth. Is there other, any other part? No, that's pretty much what you, it's more like, you know, it's, you're getting the impression that yes, there probably is a sister, but no, nobody thinks it's safe to talk about the sister around Lena. Oh, must've been someone else, I guess. And she just smiles. Must've been. And she looks over at Henry. He's like, are we done here, Henry? Henry kind of he shakes himself back to attention after being slack-jawed for a minute. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, we have, he looks at his watch, he's like, we have other business to attend to. Sophie, are you, are you done? Let's go. 
Sophie picks up her book, looks over at at you, Dallas, and says, uh, that, um, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. Yeah, and she goes invisible. Have a good night. They just walk out. Is is Leon the last one to go out, or? Yeah, they leave, and, and Leon, he's looking at you, he's like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, too. Um, sleep it off. Such a pleasure having you over. Yeah. Yeah, he's, are you, like, giving out signals or something to him, or what? No, I'm just, I'm probably still drunk and aroused, so I'm just... They're probably, they probably are like signals, but they're not. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Leon's not picking them up right now. So he's just like, gives you this weird look. He's like, okay. He looks over at you, Dallas, and says, just, can you just take care of her? I think the, the fight last night must have been pretty intense. Yeah, I think she may have gotten hit in the fucking head. <laughs> have a good night. Don't forget the cats. Yes, thank you. He looks back over at you, Dallas, and says, Habenschweine, good luck. And he walks out. The second everyone is out of the door and the door is shut, she looks at you. Are you insane? Nine. Zatz was just looking for a reaction. Why? Why here? Why in the club? Why now? And, I mean, I thought, okay, I thought we were going to go find out more information, and you just decide to tap dance that out. They're like, hello, here I am. What is wrong with your head? Oh, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. God, you worry too much. No, no, because what, what I'm hearing right now is... Dallas, there were missing posters of you. Okay, I went and took them down. Dallas, it's going to follow us forever. But Elsa, no. Elsa's going to be like, hey, bitch, I saw your fucking sister. And then when she's clearly real unhappy, just poke the bear a little bit more. But I'm the irresponsible one. (laughs) Don't think so. Well, now you know something. That I was the responsible one? No, I kind of actually knew that one from the second I met you. Okay, just shut up. I was talking about finding and seeing the reaction on her face when I talked about Jolita. Now you can see how much she really hates her. And we should probably go talk to her. Right now. Jolina, I mean. You want to head to the punk bar? Unfortunately. All right. uh, Dallas, are you going? I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Elsa might need a babysitter. Yes. yes Elsa's, yes. Elsa's going to go upstairs. She's like, I'm going to put on another dress. And then she just closes her door. All right. And through the magic of podcasting, Elsa is done changing. Uh, what what kind of dress are you wearing now? She's wearing a little bit of a right, uh, brighter red dress. That's also, it's kind of a collar or no, it goes around here, but going around her shoulders, it's transparent, and then it goes solid. And um, 
it's got like some black hearts at the bottom. And then she decided because she wanted to just to buy the very simple leather jacket that she could find. And then just some black heels or black. Yeah. Black heels and some black tights. And that's how she's going to the club. So we're goffing it up for the punk club. Yeah. The, she thinks she's considering the like this is leather. This is what punks wear. Like, <laughs> like might as well just look the part. And then she's she'll come back out. She's like, I'm "Ready? Are you?" Dallas is wearing the same ripped jeans and t-shirt that she was wearing, and just yeah, I'm I'm good. I I no nine nine nine. Go get dressed. Go get into something else. Get to suit it up. Look nice, professional. This is what I wear to a punk. We're, we're going to a punk club, Elsa. Professional. This this is the professional attire for a punk club. No, you look like yesterday's garbage, okay? I need you to look as something else, like new, fresh punk. You know, just do it. Just get in some other clothes and just do it. You're not, you're not, I'm not looking like a fresh, pristine, stunning beauty and having a garbage can behind me. Okay, please do it for me. So through the magic of podcasting, we'll just go back to the club. Did Dallas change or is she standing her ground? Dallas walked upstairs, put on a different grungy shirt and walked back down. <laughs> changed. Let's go. And for some, the t-shirt that she put on has a big middle finger up. Perfect. And then she's. Just faking it. She's like cringing on the inside and she's walking out. So is Dallas. It's okay. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing that uh, Dallas's piss off daddy clothing also works on Elsa. And so you, you both go back to the club and so it's more like a bar that's kind of been taken over by a club. There's like loud punk music playing uh you guys go walking in and elsa just like the other night before you're getting a lot of strange looks and sneers because you just walked into the wrong neighborhood uh dallas you're looking around and this is this is a nice place there's just no shortage of flannel and plaid (sighs) dallas is listening to the song of her people yeah anyway elsa's trying to find someone trying to find jolina joe Okay. Give me, well, if you're going to look around, give me a, let's see, compo- uh, resolve and investigation roll. Don't forget to add one because of your really awesome blood. Resolve and what else? Investigation. So 10, 9, 7, 2, 5, 4. Damn, that's enough. You, you find Joe and Otto was the other guy. Uh, that was with her you see them both like in the back like in the dark area like just sitting in a booth and it looks like uh, Jolina is finishing up on a feeding Um, I'm gonna walk to the where they are but not as close I'm just gonna wait until they're done and then maybe be like wave at them so Otto nudges Joe and she sees you guys and she tells the the woman that she was feeding from to, you know, take a hike. And so she kind of like gets up and, and staggers off. 
and Joe looks at both looks at you, Elsa, says, You're back. Did you bring a friend? Is this Dallas? Dallas, say hi to Joe and Otto. Hey. This is more of, of her scene, anyway. So uh, we can tell because she's she's the only one out of the two of you that knows how to dress it for a place like this. Thank you look you. ridiculous. What are those black hearts on the hem of your dress? Yes, they are. Wearing a dress? Yes. Honey, that's an invitation to get attacked at a place like this. I'm a vampire. Yeah, and if you're smart, nobody else in here will know that. Listen, I'll dress the way I dress, and you mind your business. That's fine. Then you can butt out of mine when telling me what to wear. So, is there a reason? Is there a reason why you're coming back here, or are you just here to lecture me? Most of all, I'd like to apologize for giving you the wrong name yesterday. It happens once, usually. <laughs> and two, if you'd like to know more. Okay, and so she motions for you two to join her in the booth and and just to describe these two again so joe jolena fisher but likes to go by joe she's got the she yeah dallas she looks like the spitting image of lena except one side of her head is shaved like down to the skin uh elsa it it was a different side is shaved tonight it's weird she's got piercings all in her she's you know got like the the torn punk clothing like spiked wristband collars, lots of like tons and tons of wristbands. She jingles a lot when she walks. And Otto, the guy next to her, he's kind of pale, you know, wearing like the like leather jacket, got like a you know anarchy symbol on his patches, on his denim jacket, leather denim jacket. Yes, it's a leather denim jacket. It's got leather patches on it, and he's got you know like spiked up hair, not like too like mohawkish type stuff, but just kind of like medium length hair that's been spiked up, and he's just silent, just waiting for you guys to just talk to Joe. I'd like to iterate that those were the same clothes that you used to kill the fight in the comet and blood. No, no, no. She changed her shirt. She's fine. Maybe some blood on her shoes, but you know, whatever. She goes to sit like across from Joe and. We don't necessarily, I could say, want to join whatever you're a part of. We're still trying to figure this out. Well, good. Nobody asked. Anyway. And, but we, I would love some information about why you think the Camarilla is, we, why we have to do our, the Camarilla's dirty work. That's how the Camarilla operates. The strong push the weak around. It's how it is. It's how it's been for thousands of years. And it's bullshit. I mean, yeah. Sounds like it. Now, Otto and I here, we are... Oh, God. You guys are, like, so green, aren't you? Yeah. Assume we know nothing. Because that's pretty much true. Oh, my God. You guys are green. You're newbies. What fucking baby teeth virgins over here. What does that mean? You're, you're new to the whole... Anyway, just to explain things. So you guys got sucked in by the Camarilla first. Otto and I, we are, I guess, what, what they would call anarchs. We decide that we want to be separate from the Camarilla. And as far as things go, 
in Heidelberg. Uh, I guess the, the prince or whatever the fuck she wants to call herself is just kind of lets us be as long as we don't, as long as we stick to the traditions and don't make too many waves. But, you know, for the most part, we get to do whatever the hell we want. Nobody tells us what to do. And, you know, whenever the uh, it's oh, God, it's just so much bullshit. I don't even know where to start. That already sounds much better to me personally. Yeah, I mean, live to be an anarch is to be free. You know, in the Camarilla, they have, you know, they, they snare you in with debts. They make you dance with their little tune. You know, you said that the, the prince made you, like, perform a task for her the other night, right? Yeah, to kill a white. To kill a white? Okay. The size of a child. Well, that's fucked up. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, you know, as long as we, I guess, she does the air quotes, play by the rules, we're allowed to just do whatever the hell that we want. It's not ideal. I mean, apparently, I still can't embrace somebody unless I have the word of the prince, and I'm not exactly on the prince's good side. You know, the prince, my sister, my sire, it's just not, we're just not even going there. I can understand that. You guys don't like share one do you because that would suck she joe looks like she's about to like just she's biting her tongue right now actually she's like i said i said we're not going there sorry that was rude i apologize so am i assuming this is your bar well i mean i don't own it but i like to come here to feed i mean this is this is my scene i guess that i like my scene too and yeah, and, and you know, Otto pipes up. It's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a good place to feed, and you know, nobody really bothers us here, especially not the Camarilla. <sighs> I have so many questions. And J- Joe, Joe actually interrupts you and says, you know, the, the worst thing about this whole situation is Camarilla. They they have said that by default. All vampires are automatically part of the Camarilla. Like they just immediately claim, you know, dominion over every undead life in the city. That's some horseshit. Yeah, it is. And so we rebel. We say, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go to your stupid fucking Elysium. We're not going to, you know, do what you're saying. You know, as long you can do, you can kind of do whatever you want as long as they don't hear about it. You definitely don't want the sheriff on your ass in this town. Um. <laughs> and he gives me the willies. Oh, you've, you've met Max. We've, oh, we've got very personal for Max. <laughs> Bags of her head, skinning, knife, and singing. Yeah, we've met Thinking Max. In the, in the chest area and showing off his bayonet friends and, uh, even the prince was freaked out by him when we were at the Elysium. Everybody's freaked out. But just, you know, let's just not talk about that. That's fucking scary. No, no. Um, does the Enoch have their own like, pot, big party, or is it just... I mean, in other cities that have a bigger Anarch presence, I mean, we would... I mean, unless it was really really important if it was something that was vital to the whole movement then we would hold a, a rant and you know, we get together and just talk about what the hell's going on pass on some news come up with a battle strategy but and she looks over i mean like me Otto, and 
I think uh, is Jaeger still in town? Otto's like, I think so. I was like, yeah, I think me, Otto, and Jaeger are like the only Anarchs here. Doesn't sound like a bad way of life, honestly. Not bad. Well, well, like I said, you you step out of line, the Camarilla is very quick to push you down, so we kind of have to tiptoe around everything, and I guess it's better it's better for the Camarilla to you know not have to be bothered with our existence. They pretend we don't exist and we don't really have any interactions with them. Hmm. I think I was right when we didn't take up on Henry's offer. She looks over at Dallas. He immediately wanted to feed here. Or feed on our territory, and that didn't sit well with me. We had just gotten to the place. I don't really feed their eating way, so... Yeah, I mean, it really sucks when somebody comes in on a place that you're comfortable feeding at, and another vampire comes in and starts feeding. She looks at you, Elsa. So it's more like a personal thing. Our kind is very territorial. When another person feeds on your territory, it's like coming into your home, basically? More or less, yeah. Sounds like oh, uh, Joe and Apology, then, Elsa. No, 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 no apologies. Just a favor. I'm sorry. I was hungry, and the white took out all the fucking energy out of me. And I this was the closest place. I am sorry. Thanks for snitching, Dallas. Um, he clearly knew already. Right, and actually, Joe, she kind of leans back a little bit, puts her elbows up on the. You know, the back of the, the booth that, that she's sitting in says, actually, I mean, if you guys are seen talking to us, I mean, it might cause you guys some unwanted attention. And I know you guys being newbies, uh, you're probably being watched pretty closely. I don't doubt that. So we'll just say we said our piece. If this is something that, I don't know, think about it. You know, I mean, the movement can always use more. I mean, if you two can take out a white, I mean, you probably guys you know your way around the battlefield. We were kind of, I don't know, it took, we only had a day, a night to take care of it. It wasn't really something we planned, but... I know my way around a fight. She does. There might be a fight coming sooner than you think, so you might want to consider that. We're also looking for electricity to have our club, for our club. And they propose that we, they can feed in our club if we let them give us electricity. But what do you think about that? What the fuck do I care? It's your club. If you guys want to make a deal with the Camarilla to get a club started, that's on you. Hmm. Like I said, I'm an anarch. I don't give a fuck what you do as long as it doesn't interfere with what I want to do. I love her. She's awesome. Um, and she's actually going to whisper that to Dallas. I'm like, I love her. It's because she's smart and she makes a lot of sense. Someone's snappy. Um, thank you. But have it, since we don't have much time, I guess you'll be telling me what's my what I owe you. I'll call it in. I'm going to hand her a slip of paper with the number on it. Oh, thanks. Anytime. Yeah, when I need a small favor, I'll let you know. Just fun. Singular. And then she gets up and she's like, good night. 
I'll be leaving now. Joe shrugs. And she looks at Dallas and I'll see you back at the club. All right. She just kind of gives a little flippant salute to uh, Otto and Joe. See you guys around. Nice meeting you. Joe, uh, she nods to you, Dallas, and says, you know, I mean, I don't know. Hang out. It's cool. Don't mind if you don't mind. It's up to you. It's a free country. Half of a country, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might uh, stay for a couple dances. All right. So, Elsa, are you you're going back to the club? Back to the Haven and uh, Dallas, you're sticking around just for a little bit. Okay. Elsa, you walk back to the club and on the door is an envelope taped to the door. And on the envelope, you take it down, you look at it. The word Dallas is written on the envelope. Oh, what handwriting is this? Was Does this look like it was written by a male... I don't know what that means. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's written. It's manly font. It's, um, <laughs> 18 point chisel font. It's manly. <laughs> <laughs> smells like corn chips. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to come out. <laughs> that no, way. you don't, you do not recognize the handwriting. Okay. But it, it's actually, it's in a nice, um, um, it's, it's, not delicate, but not flowery either. It's just, it looks like kind of like old, old handwriting, I guess. Like you see like in the old letters, like the, the flourishes and stuff. You see that. She kind of wants to open it, but she's just going to shrug that off and go upstairs to Dallas's room and just put it on her bed. And is there anything in particular that you are doing, Elsa? Or are you just staying at home? I think I might just hang around and finish up like the rest of the club and whatever needs to be done there. Start looking through the phone book, looking for how to get electricity into my club. How do I get electricity into my club without asking for favors? Let's go. And yeah. All right. And so we will cut back to the punk club. Dallas, you said that you were going to stay for a couple of songs. Is there anything in particular that you are doing there? Or you just kind of, chatting some more or, or thrashing a little bit of both thrashing and chatting not simultaneously because it's a little difficult to talk while you thrash maybe okay um so you're chatting with joe you mean yeah just for a bit and then i'll head on back like just small talk really just kind of like comparing punk cred like who who do you like who are your bands you know, that kind of thing oh okay like <laughs> I see. So, like, I earned this patch and that. Okay. So, yeah, you, you have some small talk with Joe. You guys, like, mosh a bit. I mean, it's she, seem, she seems kind of cool. It's like that, that cool but kind of at a distant kind of cool thing, you know? But sometimes, I mean, she can be really fast if she wants to. Like, almost blindingly so. But that's different. So, Ian, after a little bit, you're going to go back to the Haven? Yeah, not too long. Okay, so maybe if about like a hour, hour and a half, you go, you get back to the Haven and you step in. Elsa, where are you when Dallas comes in? I am at the because the bar isn't being used. Like I'm just sitting there at the bar, like looking through the yellow pages, and like just looking for another way to get electricity in this place. 
you have the the yellow the phone book on the half of the bar that is has not just been stained and you're going through it dallas walks in hey hi did you look under e for electricians or are you still looking at contractors i know what i'm looking for and then she's gonna go like the book is in german (laughs) i wouldn't be able to read it she's just being a smart ass you know this book is in german right yeah I'm sure Germans have electricians. We sure fucking do, Dallas. <laughs> and she, she's going to write down a couple of numbers because she has a plan. And then write it down in her notebook that she had gotten from uh, from upstairs. And she's like, so have us just time with Joe. Good. She's got some good taste in bands. What's she like as a person? Aloof, a little distance. But overall, kind of cool. That's understandable, given her sister is part of the Camarilla. But didn't you hear? We're all part of the Camarilla, whether we want to be or not. I forgot about that. Um, how do you feel about that? Allies are allies when you need them. I don't think Henry would be a good person to have here to feed on things. And he's already asking for territory. He gives me the willies. Lena is a stuck-up snob. Sophie's cool. So You seem to be getting along well with Sophie. What's not to like? She's hilarious, she's got a good taste in books, and good taste in fashion. That's true, but she's still tied to Henry. And I'm still tied to you. You can do whatever you want. I'm teasing. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> We're not connected, or whatever they're talking about. But you're your own person. You've created by your a different sire. So, what's the plan for the rest of the night? Just work on the bar. I guess so. And as she's like, I found some places that might be able to give us some cheap electricity. Oh, and by the way, you got a letter. I did it's in your bedroom? I put it there. I'll be back. I'm going to just go grab it. Oh, and then when Dallas goes upstairs to her room, uh, Elsa's going to look through the pages of where to find hair color. Hair salons? Like hair salons. like Beauty stores. Okay. Yeah. Sell like different kind that sell like the teal and the blonde colors. Okay. Yeah, you're you're doing some research through the book. Uh, let's see. Give me an intelligence and academics roll at a plus one since you haven't failed yet. All these dies. Oh my god. We found something else is good at. Y'all are burning me tonight. What is up with you? Y'all just getting your frustrations out on poor little Kiwi over here. I see how it no, is. No, 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 no. It's not on Kiwi. It's on Elsa. <laughs> it's on Elsa. My poor Elsa. Damn. Just been getting burned left and right. Okay. So I got one, three, four, three, seven, seven, nine, eight. That is a lot of successes. And you do find exactly what you're looking for. Dallas, you, you go upstairs to your room and you see an envelope on your bed with your name on it. I'm going to open it. 
you open it, and instead of the letter that you were expecting, the only thing that's in there is a single Polaroid picture. On the picture, it looks like it's your father sleeping in his bed. And under it is written, the first rule of this household is discipline. You recognize that that is a quote from The Sound of Music. Yep. And on the back of the Polaroid, you see an address. It's nearby. She grabs her bag, heads downstairs. I gotta go out. I'll be back. Uh, Okay. And she's out the door and booking it. Clearly was pretty smitten, (laughs) taking her back and showing her stuff, so... (laughs) Yeah, he is. Back already. I'll show me mine if you show your me's. What? What was it? (laughs) Hello, just says, what the f*** is wrong with us? Spendable money for your ill-gotten booty. Hey, I worked hard to come by this booty. Squats every goddamn day. (laughs) You know what, Logan? Why don't you name your NPCs? Everyone calls it a weird idea. Goddamn f***ing amateurs. Drake? Nothing. All right. Maybe you weren't supposed to say it as a question. You got 32 silver. All right. And a note that says, if you stole this, f*** you. (laughs) Also, give me a call. Well, that's okay, because that's why I have comprehend languages. You don't need to comprehend anything if he's doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Shenanigans. An actual play D&D podcast. Available on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.